This week on the Rust Friends Podcast. After a phenomenal pay-per-view by AEW, Teddy and I are giving you our thoughts on Revolution. Were you surprised by the mystery signee? Bow Wow wants to be in the WWE and Soldier Boy might be tagging along. Randy Orton defends Bad Bunny on Twitter. All this and more with our special guest, wrestling journalist Robert DeFelis. All right, rest friends, let's talk about wrestling. Hello, rest friends. My name is Teddy. And my name is Edie. And here are your AEW Revolution results. That was my drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love that. (laughs) AEW Revolution was actually very great. I enjoyed the entire show. To be honest, I was a little bit hyped. I wasn't extremely hyped. I was just a little bit hyped. But that was very, very good. You know what? It... Always exceeds my expectations. I always go into AEW pay-per-views thinking like, all right, let's watch this. And I don't watch AEW weekly. So going into this pay-per-view, I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to get. I don't even know the match card. I don't know what's happening. But it was good. It's always good. I know. I I, I feel like I played myself. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you mean, best friend. But we did start off with the pre-show match. I'm sorry. Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, (laughs) and Rebel. But before the match started, we found out through social media. Actually, I found out through Sergio. I did not (laughs) see this on social media. Social, um, social. Sergio texted me. Yeah, and he's like, "Rebel is injured. Someone else is gonna come in." What were your thoughts? I was like, "Oh man, here comes Alina Vega." Sergio said to me, he's like, people are speculating Vega. And I'm like, why? That would be insane. But we didn't get Vega, unfortunately. But fortunately, we got Maki Ito, which so many people are so excited. And I'm so happy to see her there, too, because I didn't know about Maki Ito before the tournament. Let me tell you. So, but watching her in the tournament, she's so cute. She is so funny. And she's very, very good in the ring. So she, I was very excited. She is. I'm I'm like so in love with her personality and how like entertaining she is. I, I was really excited to see her team up. But like with Britt Baker, I was like, right. okay, okay. Right. And they won. Yes, which was great. Which was very, very, very great. Yes. I think that was a very good match. Mm-hmm. I think they gave them good time. Yes. We got to see a lot. Um, I didn't like that it was on the pre-show. I think it could have been on the main, like the main card. I actually, um, would I have liked for it to be in the main card? Yes. But I think being on the pre-show is also very important just because a lot of people do watch the pre-show and I understand not everyone does. Yeah. But this is, this was also free for some people. I'm not exactly yeah, sure yeah, how they were free. watching yeah. it, but I think it was great. It was a great match. So I really hope that that hyped people up for the main show. Yeah. Which starting off. AEW Revolution. I don't have a drum roll for that. <laughs> we started off with the Young Bucks versus MJF and Chris Jericho. Yes. For the AEW Tag Team Championships. Yes. What were your thoughts? I love the Young Bucks. I love anytime I get to see the Young Bucks, I'm here for it. I was hoping that, you know, they retained as as much as I like MJF. Um, I don't think that he's... T- <laughs> I don't think that he's tag team worthy right now, especially with Jericho. Like... I don't know. It's something about him, you know. But how did how did you feel about it? I don't think MJF is ever going to be tag team worthy. I don't oh. think he can work with someone. We already True. saw a little preview of, like, people are thinking that he's going to kick Chris Jericho out of his own faction. That's what I'm thinking. He was very shady backstage, talking about, like, yeah, some things are going to have to change. He and is he very literally shady. looked at him. I was like, <gasps> Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> thankfully, we got a win from the Young Bucks. Yes. They retained. Um... I love them so much. So, of course, I love seeing them as the tag team champions. Yeah. And I did not need to see MJF and Chris Jericho hold those championships. Yeah. Like, I Mm -hmm. did not need to see that. No, that would have been very ugly. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I'm so glad that didn't happen. (laughs) But next, we got the Battle Royale. And there was just a lot going on here. A lot. (laughs) I think there there was so many men in there. Yeah. Right? Very distracting because, first of all, 
some of y'all are cute, right? <laughs> this is what I was worried about. But, <laughs> restaurant, did this not cross your mind while this battle royale was happening? You never thought, wow, somebody in there is looking good. Not at all, actually. Okay. I am not attracted to anyone that was in there. That wasn't Hangman Page. But he came on later. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I think it was a very good match, though. I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, I was kind of hoping for Santana and Ortiz to yeah. take the win. Yeah. And um, But Jungle Boy had a great showing. Yes, it Jungle was, Boy did so well. I want to say the last three was Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix, and Pac. And Pac, yes. And, oh, man, when it was that two-on-one, I was like, oh, my God, please let Jungle Boy have it. Let Jungle Boy have it. And no, <laughs> that's not how it happened. And I was like, damn it. But man, what a star. I, I have like really high hopes and high expectations for him in AEW. I think he's a future champion. Oh, absolutely. Um, But now, you know, the Bucks have new competition. So yes, 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 they do. Um, I think that whole ending with Jungle Boy was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I very, I really, really enjoyed that. Um. I did kind of want to see Triangulo de la Muerte win, though. I was thinking, yeah. That's what I was thinking throughout the match. And when they did win, I was like, okay. But then at the same time, I was like, man, I wish uh, it would have been Jungle yeah. Boy <laughs> winning it for Jurassic Express. But yeah. I think they're going to get their time. They do get a lot of TV time. They do. So let's hope we see that in the future. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for them. And of course, I love Triangulo de la Muerte, you know? Yes, me Death too. Death Triangle sucks. But Triangulo de la Muerte Sounds is just so much better. A, a vibe. Like, <laughs> Put that on t-shirts. Like, I need that. The Spanish translation. Like, I think that's what we're going to call our carne asadas. <gasps> like, Teddy and Edie inviting you to the carne asada post-COVID era. <laughs> um, and it's always going to be called Triangulo de la Muerte. Triangulo Why? Muerte. I don't know. but It just sounds cool. It sounds freaking cool. Yeah. I'm here so, you know who else is cool, though? Who? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just pulled a you. Okay? I know. I, I usually do that. Yes, you do. I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> Friend, I'm learning from you. I love it though. <laughs> who, who, rest friend? Who Hikaru was Shida is pretty Ooh. fucking cool in my book. She and she went against Rio Mizunami. Yes. For the AEW, AEW Women's, Women's Championship. Championship, which you know Shida um, was the champ. She's been the champ for decades at this point, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> She's been the champ for a very, very long time. Yeah. And were you hoping that she would retain or were you hoping that Rio was going to win? You know what? Going into the match, I really hoped that someone else would get a chance to be champion. Um, but while watching it, I was like, oh, my God. You know, I, you forget how good Sheeta is, right? Because I feel like, you know, when you're watching Dynamite, like, she doesn't get shown the way that she should. But in pay-per-views, she really works. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. There's something about her. But I'm really glad that she ended up retaining Yes, me too. For her. I think it was a very good match. And during the match, I could see the emotion coming out from yeah. both of them, but more Sheeta. Yeah. And you can tell how she really wanted that win. And while this match was going on, you were talking to me about commentary, how Excalibur was like telling the whole story between both of them. Yes, how Rio Mizunami had told her one time to her face that she was never that Sheeta was never gonna beat her. Yeah. That was and so good storytelling. Mm, if you had never watched these women battle before, like what a great story to tell on commentary. Yes, yes, I agree. And for Sheeta to actually win it, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Now I'm excited to see what happens because after the match, <sighs> after so she pissed. won, Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Nyla. Miss Nyla Rose came out with Vicky Guerrero right behind her to attack Sheeta. Yes. And actually, both of them, was it? Yeah, yes, and then, it was real. And, and then Britt like, Baker comes out too. Yes, with Maki Ito. To, Nobody was minding to their have business. Nyla's back. <laughs> and it's like, first of all, does Nyla need all that help? No, but Britt no. Baker just wanted to come out there and prove a point, I guess. Yes. But then came out Thunder Rosa. Mm -hmm. So um, I did see that on Dynamite, we are going to see Thunder Rosa, mm -hmm. Maki Ito. I'm not Maki Ito, I'm so sorry. Uh, Hikaru Shida, Ryo Mizunami yeah. versus Britt Baker. Makiito and Rebel, who is not it's injured, not I guess. Injured. She used her goddamn. She pulled a Becky. Do you remember? She really did pull a Becky. Yes. <laughs> Becky was like hitting people with her. What, what is it called? The little thing that you use when you have a broken leg. My friend, you know what it's called. Um, I know it's literally a you know tip what of it's my called. Tongue. It's um, um uh, that thing that you use for support to walk. You okay? guys know what we're talking about, okay? It's, I'm <laughs> blanking. We literally like. 
three minutes ago finished watching this pay-per-view and we're already on here recording for you guys. Like, I don't know what it's called, Rest Friend. Rest Friend, look it up. Like Crutch. <laughs> a crutch. There you go. Yes. Let people me tell are, you, I didn't even look it up, okay? Can I tell you, people are going to unsubscribe because oh, we don't know. I'm be like, these bitches don't even know what a crutch is. They don't is. even know what a crutch is. I okay. cannot. But you know what? Let's forget about the crutch. And let's move, forget about all of that. Let's, ga- let's gallop onto happier times, rest friend. Let's. Let's. So let's. Uh, talk to us a little bit about this next match that happened. So we got to see Matt Hardy versus Hangman Adam Page. Big money Matt. And the winner of this match, which I forgot while the match was happening... <laughs> The winner of this match was going to receive the their opponent, the losers, um, whatever they made in 2020, I believe. Yeah, like the first quarter earnings. Something like that. And like 30% or something. Something like that. I, I, I just know that the winner, <laughs> the winner was going to make money. Yes. You know? Because, come on, I know Matt Hardy, in order for him to have signed with AW, he must be making money. Yes. And Hangman Adam Page better be making money. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was a very good match. Um... I was telling Edie during the match, I'm like, I'm not sure if Hangman Adam Page grew up watching wrestling. And yeah. I don't know if he was like a Hardy Boys fan like we were, but he's close to my age. I'm 28 years old and he's 29 years old. So if he was watching wrestling when he was little, he was watching the same thing we were, yeah. you know, the Hardy Boys. And for him to be having that match with Matt, like, that is so freaking cool. I always think about stuff like that, right? But then also, I thought it was a very, very good match. Yeah. I love Adam Page, of course. We all know that. (laughs) (laughs) And he beat Matt, and I'm so happy. But during the match, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn... private party. ...did come out to sabotage, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, um, Hangman Page. I almost forgot his name for a second. (laughs) And, um, of course, they had to come out, right? I was like... Just cucarachas, pinches oh chicles, you God, know? Oh, my God, you cannot. So, los chicles <laughs> and Matt Hardy, they came, they came out, and but thankfully, then the Dark Order came out and took them out, and um, Hangman Page was able to win his match, and at the end of the match, he hugged, they all hugged yeah. the Dark Order and Hangman Page. So, I know a lot of people don't like the thought of Hangman Page joining the Dark Order, I guess because it's been a while, yeah. but I'm very excited to see that, and I cannot wait for him to join the Dark Order. I think it's going to happen. I'm I'm waiting for that to happen too because Dark Order is always there for Hangman no matter what. Always. My favorite moments are when Hangman is falling and everybody is like Dark Order's there ready to catch him like trust fall, you know? Yes. <laughs> and let me tell you one thing I love about that and I'm going to go off um AEW but this is for BTE on YouTube. Yeah. They love to talk about how um Hangman is called Hangman for a reason. I hate you. <laughs> Next <laughs> move it. I did not. I was like, oh, she's taking her time. Like, this I must, didn't know this how must, to say it. This must really mean something to her. And you're going to come out with this. Well, I'm just saying, like, oh they, they really like this man and they hype him up and they hype everything up of him. But okay, next restaurant. <laughs> I cannot with you. We have a ladder match to talk about where someone debuted. And Rest Friend, you told me this person was gonna come out before the pay per view even started. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, so I was like, oh my god, Rest Friend, you know, ten points for ten points to Rest Friend for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Ethan Allen Page just shows up. I was like, okay, sir. I was I wasn't expecting it. All you go with him, Page. Yes, I. Man, that is so freaking cool seeing him in <laughs> AEW. That is so freaking cool. I didn't watch Impact a lot to be honest. Yeah. I saw him a couple of times, but that dude is very charismatic. And Rest Friend, and... you've been on him, uh, on him. <laughs> you've been with him. <laughs> You're giving me such a face right now. Whoa. On Instagram Live. You've been on Instagram yes. Live with, <laughs> with Ethan and Cole he, Cabana. He wanted to see my Funko Pops and Cole Cabana's like, nah, nah, let me see the cats. Which translates to my three cats that I own. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> This well, you know what? So like, no, but honestly, Cole Cabana is so freaking weird when he starts asking people, you know, like, do you have any cool things in your room? That's literally what he's like. Do you have anything cool in your room? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's my what? bedroom. I sleep yeah. in there with my husband, who I wasn't married to at the time. But I was like, no, Cole Cabana, I don't have anything cool in my bedroom. And you're like, oh, but I have Funko. But Pops. I have Funko Pops. Yeah. And Ethan Page was like, ooh, okay. And Cole's like, no, no. <laughs> And you're like, oh, well, my cats are here. I have three cats. And he's like, ooh, let me see. So I showed him one of my cats, and he got so excited over the cat. Poor Ethan Page. I bet oh you he God. really wanted to see my collection. 
I bet you he did. He probably went to bed and was like, dang, <laughs> I had a chance to see some Funkos and I didn't. <laughs> but the big winner of this match was Scorpio Sky. Which I'm so excited for. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Can I tell you, I was confused of what is that significance of that ring? It, it looked like Sonic to me. Um, does he have to carry it around? Is to it like honest, the money in the bank? Yeah, like I, I didn't look into it. I, I mean, I know that it's he's gonna have a chance to go for the TNT Championship against Darby Allen. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, why is there a big old <laughs> Sonic ring up there? Uh, um, <laughs> imagine Lance, he does have to carry it uh, around at the airport. I would be pissed. <laughs> pissed. First of all, they're gonna be like, oh, is it a giant gold donut? What is this, right? And Lance Archer is huge for no reason. He was in this match like humongous. I don't understand. I don't understand. How did he not win this? <laughs> he didn't even have to climb he the ladder. He could have reached up for it. Put his hands up and he would have got it. Yeah. But I don't, it was a fun match. I, it I, was a I very good it. match. I, I really And Pentagon it. really had some really great moments in there too. So Yes, he did. Then the moment that everyone was waiting for, you know, we've been talking about it for days. Yeah. We mentioned it. Like we're always talking about it on social media. Who was going to be the big reveal? Yeah, Shaq you know. told us that AEW was going to have a big signee, yeah. a Hall of Fame worthy signee. Big Show was over here saying things like, oh my God, someone is going to be here. And during the show, he said it was going to be someone who outworks everyone. Yes. And when this man came out, rest friend, my jaw dropped. I was shook. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts when you saw Christian come out? I am <laughs> so happy. And literally the moment I saw him come out, I was like, just like you, my, you know, yeah. my mouth was wide open. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> and I had seen the speculations online. A lot yeah. of fans were like, it's going to be Christian. And I was convinced by this morning watching yeah. our boys at Lucha Outsiders, mm -hmm. I was convinced that it was going to be Christian. I was like, because, you know, my first guess was Okada. Yeah. And then Mario was like, he's injured. It's not going to be Okada. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know that. Okay, okay I guess Mario, not. thank you for updating us. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my God, restaurant. I'm so happy. Look, we all know he hasn't been Vince's Kennedy McMahon's favorite. Yeah. He hasn't been treated like he should have been treated. Yeah. He has been overshadowed by Edge for so long, even though he's great. And I'm sure Edge wants the same for him. Yeah. But, you know, I'm happy for him. He, I'm sure he wants to retire doing something bigger than when he than what he has done in WWE. So I hope AEW gives him that opportunity. And I'm excited for him. I am a little disappointed. <laughs> and I'm just, first of all, I for sure know that WWE will not induct him into the Hall of Fame for that. And that makes me sad. That makes me very sad, Because too. I'm like, Christian is a Hall of Famer. Like, you look at him and everything that he's done, he is a Hall of Famer. And I feel like WWE would just be petty and really not induct him after this signing. He came out and he didn't say anything. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. He, like, signed the contract, left it in the ring, and then left. And I was like, dang, if maybe he would have said something and been like, oh, well, I'm here now... I don't know, said something like inspirational. I would have been like, oh my God, like Christian, I'm so excited that you're on AEW. Am I happy for him? Yes, because if he's going to wrestle and have like a big part uh, in AEW now, like I'm happy for him because he's going to do what he loves. Um, you mentioned before we started recording that like in WWE, he was kind of overshadowed by Edge. Yeah. Um, and I kind I definitely agree with that because people always look at Edge and they kind of forget about Christian, you know? Yeah, like, he's for like, sure. Let's let's compare Christian's run to Edge's run, yeah. right? And it's so it's different. Same, yeah. It's definitely not the same. And they used to be a tag team. Very, very great tag team together. Two of my favorites. Like, they were my freaking favorites. And so, yeah, I'm very excited to see Christian there. Like I said already, I can't wait to see what he is going to do, though. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't have to do too much also because, yeah. you know, he's been old. Yeah, he's old. Up there yeah. in age. I mean, he's not like staying, right? But and you know, a lot of people are so mad on the internet. Mm. These fucking marks talking their shit, saying that Tony Khan played himself and that he played us and that people are saying it wasn't that, even that, that exciting. That Tony Khan was like overhyping it, right? And I I don't even know because if if Kurt Angle would have come out, people would have been like, oh, why wasn't it Brock Lesnar? 
right? I I'm feel like so glad it wasn't Kurt Angle or Brock Lesnar, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you. But you know what? I want to say maybe a lot of these fans just didn't grow up with Christian. How the fuck do you, are you not excited, excited for Christian? That someone like Christian yeah. and it's signed. such a big deal because like huge deal. You see, I feel like it's a bigger deal than Big Show, right? Definitely, oh, fuck a, yeah. hands down. But well, um, who would I rather watch in a ring, Big Show or Christian? Christian, one hundred percent. Yes, Big Show. You know, huge character, mm-hmm. but Christian's so much different. Yeah, and I'm freaking excited. And fuck <laughs> everyone else. You know, not that only my opinion matters or my feelings matter, but fuck everyone else that don't see the good in Christian. Yeah. I am hoping that AEW does him justice. I hope so. Because we just saw Christian in the Royal Rumble and he had a great little moment with Edge and they hugged. And I was like, I I think that's what also makes me sad that I'm not going to get to see that Edge and Christian moment one more time. Yeah. Um, And just live in that moment and happier times and that nostalgia. But... If I get to see Christian in some banger matches at AEW, like and I happy, love it. Yeah. I want to see him happy. Yeah. Okay, like I want to see in him what we've seen in Edge. Yeah, Aww. like that happiness of being back and being able to do what they love. You know what I mean? We, I honestly thought we were never going to see Christian back in wrestling ever. Yeah, yeah. So for this to happen, and like you said, I am very sad too with the thought of. You know, Vincent Kennedy McMahon is a very petty man. He and is. he probably won't induct him in the Hall of Fame. But let's yeah. hope and let's send our positive vibes to Christian and hope that he does get inducted. Oh, man. Well, moving on to, I guess, another legend, right? Sting. <laughs> so this match was very weird. So it was Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, who, of course, like Team Taz. It was like a cinematic match. A, I don't. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, was I love the match, fight? best friend. Oh, you liked it. I, I loved was, it. I was, it was great. I guess I was still thinking about Christian because it happened literally right after Christian. Yeah, it did. Um, I don't I, know. I was upset that I had to get up and use the bathroom at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I really enjoyed it. I think it was great. Um, yeah. the ending I didn't pay too much attention to. I know that Sting. I know that Sting and um and Darby Allen won. Mm-hmm. Because of Sting, but I didn't pay too much attention. But I did enjoy that match, actually. It was interesting. It was different. I liked the entrance that they had. It was like in a warehouse. It was very like dark. Very dark. Um, it was something different, but I just I wish maybe it was shot differently. Maybe like the angles were like maybe if it was like I don't know. I don't know. It was stop uh, was in your head. It was stop comparing a, it to WWE cinematic just, matches. Just, no, I not even not even the Undertaker because I don't I don't think the Undertaker's <laughs> match was like Ew. good. Um, and Mario's gonna kill me for saying that because he likes that match. But <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like maybe Stadium Stampede. You get me? Like I was thinking like oh they did, but I get it because Darby and Stinger very like like that. Yeah. So it fit their aesthetic. I oh, just for sure. I just wasn't paying too much attention to it okay so okay. i don't know it wasn't like the best match of the night for me okay um but yeah let's let's talk about what happened next um which craziest match that i've ever seen on television okay best friend was this exploding barbed wire match mm-hmm. and it was kenny omega who is the aw champion versus mox and i was telling you this while we were watching this i thought there was going to be more barbed wire <sighs> Restaurant, you have been since last weekend that we recorded with Brittany saying that you were scared. Yes. And that you were probably going to like fart during the match because yes, of how scared my you were going to be and your yes. anxiety. And then we're starting and you're like, I'm so nervous. Like you were mm-hmm. kind of closing one eye, yes, keeping the other I one was, open. I was very sketchy. You were like, Restaurant, do you want your blanket? And I was like, Don't worry, I got my shirt. Like I'll just and cover then, myself. Yes. With and it. then the match is starting and you're like, Wait, this isn't enough barbed wire. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, do you really want them to die for real? And then it, for me, it was just like a hard time. Also, like, I was wondering, like, is the barbed wire electrocuting you at the same time? Like, are the explosions going off at the same? Like, I was. There was she a, was hoping was, for meters and meters and meters long of barbed wire around <laughs> that ring. And then when who got somebody got Mox got thrown outside. Right. And there was too many explosions on the side. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, she really wanted real explosives and Kenny Omega and John Moxley to Kenny Omega's and John Moxley's lives to really be at risk. I guess <laughs> like the the death matches, you know, the footage that's on Twitter, like I've seen, I'm like, oh, I thought it was gonna be very like that, like more like extra. Yeah. Right. 
Um, but I liked this match. I thought it was entertaining. Um, I really thought everything was going to detonate. I just want to talk about this ending really quick. <laughs> you know what? I think something went wrong. Something have had gone. I mean, something have had to gone wrong. Yeah. Because that was such a great match. I yeah. think the match was amazing. I, I literally give it five stars. Five stars. I think Best friends, five stars. Very, 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 very good match. And for that ending, I'm not going to let that ending overshadow the match. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think something have. Come on. The way Eddie Kingston came out, yes, very confident that he was gonna help save John Moxley's life. He was gonna life. save someone's life. Exactly. I'm like, some it's something. It had to be bigger than that. Somebody forgot. We're gonna get to, an explanation. Somebody later. forgot to press a button. This is what I'm saying, Rest friend. You know when it's Fourth of July and you have those little cuetes that are like in the box, and you they're like yes. little they're little bolitas, right? Yes. And you throw them on the floor and they go pop. Yeah, they're little like snappers. That was the ending of the match. Oh my god, you're exaggerating. <laughs> I'm just picturing a, Ren- a pregnant Renee Young going like, Tony, don't do it. No, I'm kidding. And she but, stopped it. She pressed the stop button, right? No, she really did, yes. you know? But no, um, that was really funny. I was laughing. I laughed. Rest friend, and then I looked at you and I'm like, did we see the same thing? That was so funny <laughs> because I thought it was a joke. And then we see Eddie Kingston out. Eddie like, Kingston is knocked out. Like knocked if this man out. just fought a war, right? <laughs> he is passed out. I'm like. Did he have like an? I don't even know what happened to him. Is he okay? Right. Rest friend. Oh my god. I know that was a funny ending, but um, I'm just gonna hope something just went wrong. And even if it didn't, you know what? It was a great match. It was cool. I I I thought the whole match like was solid. Fantastic match. Gallows and, and Anderson coming out. I thought they were gonna explode. I, with, I really with, wish they would with, have. <laughs> when they were in the ring, I'm like, oh my god, it'd be cool if like ever at the end everything exploded and the ring just collapsed. Right. Didn't happen. My expectations were already way too high. <laughs> five five minutes. Very before. high. This is the oh this is the, the woman that didn't even want to watch this. Okay. She was too nervous. Oh my and God. now she's saying there wasn't enough yeah. shocks. There wasn't enough barbed wire. There wasn't enough explosions. You know and I blame my imagination because in my head I overthought it and I, I just I made it bigger than what it was. Yeah. I got the blood. Yeah. Oh, you did get the blood. Yeah. yeah. The blood to me was I was like ill right but <laughs> but it was tolerable for me it was there was a lot of blood like yeah. there was a, a point where they showed Max's face and yeah it looked like he was almost drowning it, in his blood it was a good like choking I'm sorry not a, drowning choking <laughs> it was a good match to have on a pay-per-view because it wasn't so crazy right especially this kind of match it wasn't so crazy that like it was like I don't want to say it was like rated R right but it was like it was watchable. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't watch this kinds of matches, you would have been like, "Oh shit, this is crazy." Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Solid. Rest friends did give it a five out of five. I if I do not put me in charge of making the next match, I would have had way more barbed wire, way more. I'm gonna draw you a picture, rest friend, of what I thought this match was gonna you, look like, and I'm gonna post it. You would have been like Kenny Omega at the first um, Double or Nothing. Where apparently he ordered all those um, poker chips, all the, the chips? oversized poker chips, yes. and everyone was like, "What the? Fuck? Why do you need that?" This? Would have been you. Yes, that would have been me. I would have been that, like, "All these extra pallets of barbed wire." Tony like, Khan would have been like, <laughs> "Why are there so many pallets that say barbed wire?" And you would have been like, "All oh, that barbed wire is going around it's the ring." Going around the ring. What do you mean, Tony? I thought <laughs> that's what you hired me for. Edie really wanted John Moxley and Kenny Omega to come out of there like almost dead. No. Yes. But. Best friend. This is, and then you know what? I had a lot of questions that were going through my head. I was asking Teddy so many questions, and Teddy was like, "Why are you not getting it?" Like, I just couldn't <laughs> comprehend why you weren't getting it. Yeah, I'm like, "What do you? What don't you get, best friend?" It was just a little confusing. Like, I needed somebody to explain the workings of the explosions. You didn't to me. want just anybody to explain. You said you wanted Tony. Yes, Khan to I explain. said Tony. <laughs> Tony needs to explain this to me. So, Tony Khan, if you're listening to the Rest Friends podcast, <laughs> our first phone- of all, hire me. First of all, hire us. Our phone number is. Okay. <laughs> I love how I said hire me and you're like, hire us. Damn. <laughs> Damn, Rest Friend. Okay. I'm sorry. Said, I'm not me. that selfish. Friend. Rest Friend, I thought you wanted to work for Triple H. I'm sorry. It's okay. You know what? He's not going to put me in the Hall of Fame either. <laughs> <laughs> After he listens to the podcast, you're going to be like, banned. <laughs> Our pictures there now too, like the young books. Oh my god! Yes, but what a great pay per view! I really enjoyed it. Um, I really did too. Worth it. And people were asking me. Someone messaged me. They were like, "Where are you watching this?" And I'm like, "What?" And I guess BR Live is very new. If you 
are new AEW fan. And, There's you know, a lot of people that have never ordered an AEW pay-per-view, and they did yes, tonight. Yes, and before AEW, I had never done anything on BR Live. Okay. Yeah. Right, same. So I didn't know the workings. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, AEW is just bringing new people into wrestling, and I, I like that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So now let's get into the cheesemez of the week. We are having a special guest, Robert Tefilis, wrestling journalist for WrestleZone and for Fightful.com. One of the best wrestling journalists out there. Robert, how are you? Well, first of all, I'm going to need you to not do that and say I'm one of the best. <laughs> like, there are people who are better than I, but I thank you girls, and I think you girls are awesome. I'm doing pretty good. Oh, Robert, we are so excited to have you on. Um, and, you know, I say one of the best wrestling journalists because I, I really do think that. You know, you work for WrestleZone and for Fightful. And I told you I was going to ask you a tough question. Who do you like working for better, um, Fightful or WrestleZone? <laughs> oh, okay, well, all right, here, here's the deal. I think I easily work for two of the better ones because there's a lot of crap out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a lot of just straight up goofiness over at Fightful that gets on the air. Mm -hmm. And like the, these super chats for, for the Christmas stream, we had a Christmas stream, we did super chats. Uh, I got a nice Christmas bonus built off of those super chats. So if I'm going to be real, I think Fightful has a slight edge because oh, there are certain connections that come with Fightful. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. When Sean Ross Sepp retweets something I do, I'll go away and have 100 Twitter notifications. And that just doesn't happen anywhere else. So <laughs> there's a slight edge to Sean Ross Sepp. Yeah, well, Sean is a whole character in himself. So that just, yeah. you know, he, I bet he's a great boss. Um, but Robert, we got some wrestling to talk about. So I'm really excited to get your Jimmy, opinions. I really thought this was going to be a WandaVision podcast between you and I. And Teddy was just going to be here. Robert, like, you know. Wow, Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Teddy has already seen my WandaVision Funko Pop collection. I have. And um, it's, it, there's just more coming. I can't stop myself from ordering new ones and pre-orderings. I have ones that aren't even going to show up till next month, two months from now, you know. So we can definitely talk about WandaVision in another podcast. I'm, I'm ready for that to be a whole different conversation. <laughs> I, I cannot believe how much they have uh, just gotten your money. Yes! You oh, my God. Given them your money. <laughs> Listen, not even in WWE have I, I don't think I've spent this much money like on, on like one pay-per-view or one like specific show. But every episode I buy like two or three things that are WandaVision related and it's pins, it's buttons. My brother got a Starbucks coffee cup that was WandaVision. Um, it was originally mine, but he stole it. So that's also oh, another worst. episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's get into the hard topics. Um, very, um, like, make your skin crawl because the name yeah. is Joey Ryan. So this whole situation with Joey Ryan is just, like, I don't even know what to say it's, about it. But it's, what are you going to say, Robert? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what there is to say. Here, here's, what, here's what I will say about Joey Ryan and Joey Ryan in particular, that a lot of people, I, I don't get this effect with mm -hmm. like there are some people who can still listen to michael jackson music there are some people who can still watch chris benoit matches i am one of them i can still watch chris benoit matches mm -hmm. and then every single time i go i hate it because i want to gush over this guy being so good in the ring mm -hmm. but i can't because he you know was a monster at the end of his life with joey ryan you can't watch any of this man's matches because everything is literally building towards grab my dick yeah. And it's just so exactly. repulsive. And it makes me think every single time, how, like, why didn't anybody at least say, you know, fuck that, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not doing this spot at the very least if you're like, I know who you are. Yeah. But this thing with the women's wrestling charity is just, <laughs> what the fuck? So we, we get the tweet from Ryan Satin that says, a charity post. Uh, a charity show for women with Joey Ryan on it. And I'm looking around on this poster because obviously he's at least smart enough to not put himself front and center with a lollipop in his mouth. Mm -hmm. But he's hidden on this poster. And then we find out that he's booking the show. 
that totally blew my mind because this tweet comes out, which isn't it and its own account, you know, like wrestling for women's charity, its own Twitter account. Um, and Joey Ryan is on this poster. I was looking at this poster like, no, Joey Ryan is not on here. Like who, who is behind this? Like who would in their right mind hire Joey Ryan? Um, Joey Ryan, of course, was outed as a sexual predator in the speaking out movement. And he was accused by several women and account with 18. Oh my God. 18, 18 went like about, um, and he also sued those women and the companies that fired him for being outed. Um, I'm just so like disappointed that, you know, he's still even thinking that he could do this. Um, rest friend, what do you think? <laughs> uh, um, I don't have much to say. I was pissed off when I saw that. Mm-hmm. And like Robert was, was saying it, it wasn't hard to find him on the poster, but if you weren't looking for him, you probably wouldn't have seen him. There was a lot of people on the poster. So many people. And you could tell how he minimized himself on that poster, <laughs> right? He looks way smaller than everyone else. What What did he think was going to happen? What? That people were going to show up to the show and they were going to be like, fuck, Joey? Oh, well, whatever. I'm here to wrestle anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, what did he really think was going to happen? So he's he's an idiot because clearly, like... His whole thing with the lawsuits and stuff. And I've I've been clear about this. I don't like that. But until somebody puts this guy in jail or puts him in check, he's going to do whatever CD thing he needs to do to keep trying to build an income. Because at the end of the day, he's still a a free member of society and he needs to try to do that. But you're an idiot. If you're booking a show and it's under the guise of a charity, how can you be so vain... Yes. To put yourself on the poster. Oh my God. It, why why would you what? Like I don't understand. And then you have to understand. Molly Holly's on this thing, Carlito's yeah, on this yeah. thing, Sunny Kiss. Yeah, yeah, is on AEW this poster. talent. Like, and everybody's just like, well, what the what is this? And mm-hmm. Tony Khan, thank God, was like, <laughs> well, if Joey's there, none of my guys will be. And, I love, yes. love, love, love that he said that because. Um, he didn't have to say anything if he didn't want to, but he did. Yeah. He tweeted it publicly, and he made it known, like, none of my talent is going to yeah, be there. Yeah, it's going to be there. And that I mean, I'm so happy because another thing that I always think about is I really hope some of our favorites are not still friends with him. Yeah. Because he was friends with a lot, a lot, a lot of independent wrestlers mm-hmm. that we love, and I just hope they're not friends with him anymore. Yeah, and good for Tony for putting that out there. Like he's like, you know what? If Joe, if Ryan's gonna be there, you know, yeah, don't don't worry, we're not gonna be there. But I'm just like, then he puts out a whole another statement that was like, oh, people knew that you know once once they were booked that they knew that this was you know happening. And I'm just like, no, there's no way, no way that people. Well, the charity like, put out a statement that has since been deleted because because they they knew that they were stupid. <laughs> that, like uh, oh, everybody knew what the deal was here, and it's like okay. There's no way that some of these people knew. Like, MV Young yeah. constantly is on Joey Ryan on Twitter. So there's yeah. no way he was like, oh, this is great. I'll totally do this. And, like, it's it's just unfortunate. It's just, it's sad, really, because at one point, Joey Ryan was this guy that everybody thought was, oh, what a, what a fun beacon of indie wrestling, you yeah. know. And now he's just, he's the face of everything that's like cd about pro wrestling yeah yeah i completely agree with you like i hope that anytime joey ryan thinks about doing something like this again like he'll remember like pe- people are not gonna forget what you did joey like you should be in jail like that's how i feel oh 100 he should be in jail like throw away the key. but my thing is until that happens like he's going to keep trying to oh, do for sure yeah. things to earn money and like that that's life, but like somebody needs to step up and handle the issue. <laughs> somebody needs uh, to like, handle him. Yeah, that might happen, but like even that probably wouldn't stop him. So you know, it's you got to do something. Someone still needs to whoop his ass, <laughs> and I volunteer. You volunteer? Yeah, I'm I totally sure, volunteer. I'm sure Tony Khan volunteers too. You think so? I would think you so. You know what? I just need a couple of my, you know, he, favorite wrestlers behind me, just in case Joey Ryan tries to like whoop my ass. You know, Tony Khan's got a little muscle these days. You remember that promo that he cut? Well, when he was holding the belt with Cody backstage. Oh, okay. And he had like the muscle. I was like, okay, Tony Khan. Okay, well, we know restaurant Edie is staring <laughs> at Tony Khan. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> staring. It's it was just there. 
you could have like, friend, not I didn't notice yeah, that. No, no, no. You weren't staring. No. I, I didn't notice that. <laughs> well, best friend, I don't know. Because you were too busy looking at Cody. You were... <laughs> Why would you even say? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Listen, Cody and Tony, great looking people. Great looking no people. No shame. No shame. Sure. Not, not my type, but okay. You know who I am going to say shame? Um, Bow Wow. Because he's been trying to get into the wrestling scene. I don't even know what's happening with this, okay? People on Twitter are getting too ballsy for my liking, right? I think I feel like Bow Wow got on Twitter and was like, he chose violence. He chose to like get hate. I was so upset that well, he was even tweeting about wanting to be in WWE. I, I just know that he knew there was going to be people behind him because there's so many people out there that do say wrestling is fake. So for mm-hmm. him to say that, I mean, not for him to say that, but for him to come come on here and say, okay, he's going to try out for, for wrestling. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like half of him wanted the attention, yeah. like the bad, the negative attention from wrestlers. Any attention at all. But also the positive attention from his fans, if he even has any fans. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's going to be people backing him. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna be the wrestlers, and it's not gonna be it's a not, lot of us wrestling fans. Rest, it's not gonna be rest friends. It's <laughs> not gonna be rest friends. I I'm not a fan. The only song I know is that "Let Me Hold You." Let me hold you, and that's because Omarion was over here like with his little dance moves, you know. That's I think why. I know like two Bow Wow songs, but yeah. I don't know. Go ahead, rest friend. Talk about Bow Wow. Oh, um, Bow Wow ain't been relevant to me <laughs> since he was little, and he was on Slime Time Live. I'm the Bow wrong wow. guy to talk about this topic. All I know is that he woke up one day and decided, I'm going to be a wrestler when my music career is done. And I said, oh, I guess that's not yet. And, you know, like, <laughs> he, he said he wants to train with Rikishi. Listen, yes. you can't get any better trainers than Samoans. If right. he really wants to yeah. be in wrestling, go for it. You ain't going to be uh, bringing the mainstream notoriety that you might think you are. But hey, right. if you want to get into wrestling, but I'm hey. all for that. I think he's just, sorry, rest friend. No, go ahead. I think he's just starting off on the wrong foot because he's trying to start beef with wrestlers on Twitter. Yes. And it's like, I I don't know. Is it real? Is it fake beef? You know? But he doesn't have to be saying everything that he's been saying on Twitter. He's being rude. Okay, so he was calling out just wrestlers, right? And he was like, oh, don't at me if you haven't been a WWE champion and dated at least one diva. And I'm like, whoa, what does dating a diva have to like... He's an idiot. What does that have to do with anything? Anyway, so Impact Wrestling's uh, Chris Bay (laughs) tweeted, he's like, Bow Wow got 3 million followers with 14K views, but proceed. (laughs) And I was like, yes, like, let's see this. And Bow Wow responded. And I was like, oh my God. Bow Wow said, another broke-ass wrestler wanting attention. You can't even get booked for a dark match. And in my head, I'm like, excuse me, Chris Bay is a former champion. Like, how dare you come for this? Right. (laughs) I was offended. No, yeah. Yeah, I know. We know who Chris Bay is. But obviously, Bow Wow's talking out of his asshole. He doesn't even know what he was saying. Well, I I don't know. He's clearly just angling to make sure he has as many options as he wants. I think WWE would snatch him up in a minute just because they like having that crossover appeal. But again, as long as he wants to get into it the right way, I ain't against it. It's not like it's Soldier Boy, which was a totally different... Which we will get to. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, like, I don't... Look, there... This is too much. I don't know why these rappers are like, oh, Bad Bunny's doing this. This is relevant again? I can be relevant again. I'd like relevancy. (sighs) I'm so glad that you brought up Bad Bunny, Robert, because I did some research. And I was like, you know what? A lot of people are still mad because Bad Bunny's still coming on each week and he's 24-7 champ. Um, But at the end of the day, like, Bad Bunny is so popular. Like, he's got the hits. People are listening to him on Spotify. Like, he's Grammy-nominated. He's won awards. And, like, do you know how many people listen to Bow Wow on Spotify (laughs) a month? Do you want to take a guess, Robert? I'm going to be nice and assume that this is in the six-figure range and say 100,000. Oh, that's actually – that's low. So aim in the in the millions. I'll I'll give you millions, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's say two point five mil. Oh, okay. that's exactly how much it is. Two point five. Yeah, it's a little over two uh, million. Do you know how many bad money gets? I'm gonna say at least three billion. Forty eight million listeners. So Bow Wow gets two million a month. Bad Bunny gets forty eight. 
Like that's twenty four times the amount of what Bow Wow's doing. <laughs> I, bad, bad Bunny's relevant, and Bad Bunny touches a market that. So this is a great podcast to talk about this on because you guys will get it. <laughs> I, I think there was a huge disconnect of. But he doesn't speak English. I, I don't know what this is. That means it can't possibly be relevant. And like, okay, it's first of all, that's a closed-minded way to look at life. Mm-hmm. And second of all, he is one of the biggest stars in the world. And third, he's a legitimate wrestling fan. Why would you be mad that this guy is on TV every week? Yeah. If he wants to be there, absolutely let him be there. Yeah. Yeah. He, first of all, Excuse you. He does speak English. And I'm not talking to you, Roberto. I'm talking about the ugly fans on social media <laughs> that love to talk shit about Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and say, like, what is he doing here? He's irrelevant. He doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Or you can't even understand what he's saying. Look, the fact that they booked Bad Bunny with Damien Priest oh. and they're doing so, so well together so says good. a lot. Yeah. Will Bow Wow do the same? Are they going to put Bow Wow with someone like, like I was going to say Judas Priest. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a different musical act. We'll we'll get there. With Damien Priest? I don't know, right? But they gave Bad Bunny the opportunity opportunity to work with... um, What's his name again? Damien. Damien Priest. Oh, my God. What is wrong with me? And they're doing so well together. Yeah. they, They took that opportunity and... I love it. I mm-hmm. love what's going on. And it's not just because I love both of them. I do love Bad Bunny as well. It, they actually are doing very, very well. And Bad yeah. Bunny doesn't even have to speak much in order for anything great to happen. When he won the 24-7 championship, it was because of Damien Priest, right? Yeah. That was such a great little segment. I really enjoyed that. So, fuck I, everyone. <laughs> I, I think they missed out on a major opportunity to like, have him defend it at SNL. Yes. And, yeah. you know... Yes. Like, lose it to Keenan Thompson. I had the headline ready for <laughs> Keenan Thompson's 24-7 champion, and that's all that. I was ready. And Didn't that's happen. all that. I but love But, you know, that. like, it is what it is. Bad Bunny, I saw this guy, I think it was, like, 2016 or 17. He was on one of the Latin Grammys. He had a replica universal title. He had Ric Flair introduce him. And this is like, three <laughs> yeah. years ago. So, it's like, this guy knows... The business, if he wants yeah. to be a part of it, absolutely get that mainstream rub. Wrestling fans need to get up out of the wrestling bubble. Yeah. I think you see this a lot now, especially on Twitter. It's this weird echo chamber of like, no, wrestling is the only thing that exists. It's yeah. the only thing that matters. Don't tell me that there's a life outside of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who doesn't have a life outside of it, I can tell you there is one and you need to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Just... I don't have a problem with Bow Wow wanting to wrestle, right. but it's just the way that he went about it. Yes, like same. calling people out on Twitter and he was just kind of rude. And I was like, hmm, not giving me the best vibes, you know. I, I feel you. Can you imagine if he would have just kept it to himself and just surprised us? And just showed up. We would have right. been like, oh, that's Bow Wow. And we would have been like, oh shit, Bow Wow. Okay, whatever. Maybe a lot of people like me would have been like, eh. Yeah. But if he would have gotten in that ring... Mm-hmm. And showed us what he has learned with Rikishi, mm-hmm. then maybe we would have been like, holy shit, Bow Wow, okay. But no, he started off by telling us he's gonna try out and talking shit. And, and then he brought in Soldier Boy, which I was like, oh my God, why are you bringing right. in more people to the situation? Like, <laughs> um, Robert, do you listen to a lot of Soldier Boy? Is he like your number one <laughs> uh, artist or how do you feel about him? <laughs> well, it's. Uh... Here's the thing. On, on 27, <laughs> it's not 2008. I'm not 14. It just happens to stumble across this music. No, I don't listen to a lot of Soldier Boy. Sorry. I don't, I'm sure a lot of our rest friends are disappointed that you don't listen to Soldier Boy. <laughs> uh, if they are, I, I'd like to know who your audience is and where I can find a time machine. Like, oh, my God. I, I really would. I would be very disappointed if our listeners are Soldier Boy fans. I'm sorry. Okay, but like Kiss Me Through the Phone was a bop. Okay, okay Kiss Me Through the Phone was a bop, was but a bop. can you name me it another was, one that was a bop? The other one, Crank That Soldier Boy, and that's it. That's all I got. Don't ask me for more. <laughs> you know, it, it was a bop, but again, we're talking at least 14, 15 years ago. And yeah. how, are, how are we still talking about this guy? And then to come at 
wrestling and just say, oh, wrestling is fake. Because that's the best thing you got. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes, oh, Randy Orton, not a good look, Randy. Uh, getting all heated about Soldier Boy treats. What do you guys want? Do you guys want people who take it seriously and defend their craft? Or do you want people to roll over and just go, ha ha, this is fake. So like, mm-hmm. let's all just allow people to call it fake. Who would ever allow somebody to walk into what they do and go, what you do doesn't matter. You are fake. Yeah. You're a clown. Mm-hmm. Clap, you know, dance for me. No. And Randy Orton's not going to take that shit, especially not from <laughs> Soulja Boy. Like, again, why are these guys looking for relevancy in wrestling if wrestling is so irrelevant, if wrestling is so fake and so, you know, oh, that hasn't been a thing for 20 years? Well, then why are you coming to pro wrestlers and saying, let me pick a fight with you? Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree with you, Roberto. Roberto is making all the sense. Oh, well, yeah. All the sense. <laughs> He's bringing in the facts to rest friends. And um, so he his tweet was, Soldier Boy tweeted, uh, rap game faker than WWE. And I'm just like, that's a terrible thing to tweet. Because first of all, that's how you offend rest- like wrestling fans right off the bat. Is you say wrestling is fake. Like, I'm not even going to bother with the conversation with you anymore if you tell me, like, wrestling is fake. Right. Because you should know better. Right. You should know at this point that it's not, right? Um, but Randy Orton and T-Bar was getting involved. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sir. I don't see a lot of you on, you know, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Or where are they on SmackDown, right? Without They're like, on Raw. They're on Raw. Are they had on Raw? The first time. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, Randy Orton was getting involved. And I was like, okay. I was very interested. And then he started defending Bad Bunny. And I was like, oh, Randy Orton defending Bad Bunny? Randy Orton is evolving. And I love this for his character, you know, for his real life character. For his real life character. Yes, because he was also um, a couple months ago explaining Black Lives Matter to people. And I was like, He okay. was explaining how he is actually with Black Lives Matter yes. now when he wasn't. Yes. Because literally a couple years ago, he was retweeting stuff from this racist as sheriff from mm-hmm. I don't know where. Um, I don't know, probably fucking Kentucky, know, like Georgia. I don't know, some Florida because it's, it is Florida. You okay, know. <laughs> uh, some Florida. racist sheriff, right? He was retweeting all these um racist stuff, and then next you know he's like, okay, I get it now. I'm starting to understand. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what, Randy yeah. Orton? I wasn't giving him all the credit mm-hmm. because look, you're still a shit person to me oh. for even being racist in the first place. Yeah. But good for you that but you he's are learning. Yeah. Growing, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he's on yeah, I think it's important to put out there that people can change. And mm-hmm. of course, Randy's defending Bad Bunny because everybody's defending Bad Bunny because Bad Bunny is putting in the work and he clearly yes. wants to be there. Yes. He's have to be there every week, even if mm-hmm. they are stationary in yeah. uh, Tropicana Field. He can just show up once every now and again and it would be a big deal. Right. But he's choosing to do it. And that's all wrestlers want. Wrestlers want to be respected because it's too easy to go. Uh, it's just fake. You're not really hitting each other. The Undertaker doesn't really have, you know, superpowers. And it's like, if that's the best place you can go, then you're close-minded because how real is any sort of celebrity? We watch all these reality shows and those are as fabricated as anything in life. Yeah. Like, it's it's all fake is what I'm saying. I'm Wrestling like, is real. Life is fake. How <laughs> Facts. How irrelevant is your life or how bored are you that you just have to mention something like wrestling is fake to people you know and just tweet it out or you know some people make it their mission like when when it did come out that Bawa was um gonna try out for WWE um that one radio station with Charlemagne is that his name oh uh Breakfast Club Breakfast Club they Mm -hmm. were also talking shit talking about how wrestling is fake right (gasps) so I'm like why do you guys make this a point I'm not because they get a- they get off at it for some reason. It's like, oh wait, don't you know that's, that's fake? It's like, do you walk up to children at <laughs> Christmas time and just go, Santa Claus isn't real? Your right. mom and dad are struggling because of your greedy. Like, do you really do this to children? Well, why do you go around going wrestling is fake? Do I stop you when you're tweeting about <laughs> Game of Thrones and go, this shit ain't real? Get a life. Get <laughs> yeah, a life. Exactly. No, because. You know, people can be civilized. Not when it comes to wrestling. For some reason, wrestling is this boundary where everybody goes, yeah, fuck that. We can, we can all crap on that. And right. I'll never understand that. Never. Right. Look, I, I don't get offended anymore. I just go back to, like, every time I have met my favorite wrestlers. And then I start thinking about my cousins that have always told me, 
wrestling this fake, and I'm like, they haven't met their favorites. Yeah. So I I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I met the Young Bucks. I met the Young Bucks. Okay. I met Hangman Page, who's, you know, you met Kenny. How many people can say they met their celebrity crush or, you know, just a public figure that they have a crush on? Mm -hmm. How many people? Not that many. And I did. Yeah. So, uh, which (laughs) which one in particular? Are we talking like the Young Bucks here? Are we talking Hangman Page? No, Hangman Page. I do not have a crush on the Young Bucks. I have a huge crush on Hangman Page, Roberto. Listen. Well, hold on. Are you (laughs) suggesting that Matt Jack. Are you suggesting that the Young Bucks are ugly? No, 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 no. I just okay. don't have I'm a crush not, on I'm them. I'm not suggesting that. Edie, for sure. <laughs> Edie has a huge crush on one of the Bucks. I'm Matt Jackson I'm in particular, gonna, I'm, I'm sure. Because Dang, is that you your man know? crush, Robert? Oh, I, I've been over this. I think I, I told... Didn't I tell you that I think uh, Drew McIntyre is like Flamin' Young among a bunch of, <laughs> among a bunch of uh, Salisbury steak? Yes. Look, the wrestlers, for the most part, are beautiful people. We're not judging anybody. Yes, you know, right. you got to meet Hangman Page. I know there are people who would kill for that. I know there are people who are dying to go to wrestling show just because they haven't been in the presence of their favorite wrestlers. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And again, another moment where wrestling is very real. But then you get into like, look at Page, look at Edge, mm-hmm. look at the Edge story. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that's fake when he. Edge is literally 90%, you know, surgery all over his body when wrestling's fake. Okay, yeah, because if it's so fake, why do these people end up in wheelchairs? Why are we talking about CTE Mm -hmm. if wrestling is fake? You know, I I hate the word fake. I even hate the word, like, oh, entertainment. Because, yes, it is, but it's also, it makes them sound like clowns, and they're not. They're out here hurting themselves. These are these are the same people that get so excited and pay seventy dollars for a boxing pay per view, yeah. and we all know boxing is rigged. It may not be yeah. fake; they're hitting themselves for real. But boxing is not what it used to be. It's rigged, and oh, no, nothing is. I, I, all sports are prefabricated to some you degree. You see, and you know, uh, that's all I have to say <laughs> for people <laughs> that, that love to say that wrestling is fake. I don't give a fuck because sure. wrestling embraces that it's you know predetermined and all that. But I live in Florida. I dealt with fireworks and, you know, guns going off every single time the Buccaneers scored at the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. And, like, okay, I hate this thing. We won. We won. The- you didn't win shit. You're, you're sitting on your couch. What did you win? You didn't win anything. Like, I don't do this thing where, oh, my God, Bianca Belair Won the Royal Rumble, guys. We won. No, we didn't. Like, she won. She's out here doing the work. I'm out here oh sitting God. at home. Like, good point. That's so funny. I never even thought about it like right, that. Right, that's a good when somebody, point. We don't say, oh, my God, Edge won the Royal Rumble. We won. Like, right. It's like, why Edge won. Edge won. <laughs> I was not in that Rumble. My number did not hit. You know, my music did not play. No, bro, like, he won, and I'm glad to support him, but, like, this we won nonsense. That is so funny, because it's so true. We're the champions now. Edge won the champ- the WWE championship. We. we are the champions. You're so right. That's a good point, Roberto. That's what I'm here, guys. Oh, my God. Rush friend, talk to us about what's going on in um, AEW. What's good in the hood over there with Cody? AEW. Okay, so... This past Wednesday night, we had um, Cody and Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill and Shaquille O'Neal. I hope I said Jade's last name right. Um, Cargill? Cargill, yeah. They opened up the show, and I thought it was very great. I thought the entrances themselves were like, okay, okay, yeah. they're you know, they're hyping this up for, you know, there was a lot of view- viewers that are not wrestling fans because of Shaq. Yeah. So, my first note is, first of all, Jade looked beautiful she's so gorgeous beautiful i've never seen anyone that looks like her ever in my life oh my god and her makeup alone Mm -hmm. was looking amazing and i think this match was very very fun i had so much fun watching it i even rewatched it this morning yeah and i'm like man this was really really fun and i usually don't rewatch matches Mm -hmm. because i don't know that's just me i get bored but um like i said it was fun also Shaq fell through two tables you guys so i i watched this match and i was excited because jade carried the whole thing i don't even shack was absolutely. in there absolutely for like 2 seconds and for the celeb value but jade did the work yes like she the did. girls did the work yes the girls were the ones that set up the tables like they're the right it was red velvet who set up the tables yeah. and i feel like there was more rivalry between jade and cody 
yeah. or Red Velvet yeah. than even Shaq. Shaq, wasn't Shaq was just out there. He wasn't even there. You know, <laughs> but I do respect the work that Shaq put in because you can tell that he was taking it serious. Yeah. And, okay, first of all, the fact that he fell through two tables says a lot. That's a big man. Well, if he would have fallen through one, I feel like he would have gotten hurt. So I think he needed the two. He needed he's the so two. Big. Yeah. But you know, he still fell through tables and it's like, would I would you do that, restaurant? I oh, definitely no. would not. Mm-mm. I not how about you, Roberto? Would you go through two tables or even let alone just one? I mean, if if I'm getting paid the kind of money Shaq is getting paid, I'll go through <laughs> as many tables as you want. I like, think that's I, a good point. <laughs> look, look I'll, I'll lay up in a hospital bed for a long time for that money. Roberto was like, I'll lana it every week. You can put me through all the tables. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God, poor Lana. She she deserves a push. She's getting a push. Her bank account's got a push. She signed for five years. I'll go right. to tables every day. <laughs> look, look, this match was fantastic. I was it actually was. fully expecting to like, all right, this sucked. Everything, like, this just was not what we thought it was going to be. And Jade came in there like, all right, you think I'm all hype? Yeah, my promos aren't great. But then, damn. She brought it in the ring. She She's better than Red Velvet. I'll say it. Oh, no, yeah, time. I agree. I agree. I think Red Velvet needs a little bit of work still. Yeah. But she um, still held her own. Oh, no, there. for yeah. sure. It was a great match, you know, all together. I think they all did great. My thing also that stood out loud was that every time Jade would do anything, pick up Red Velvet and just throw her any, any, any move in the ring, she got up, like, still looking beautiful, yes. fixing her hair. Like, she is so beautiful. She stood out so much to me, but... What everyone is talking about, well, what everyone was talking about um, after the match and the day after was that they were asking, was it a good thing that AEW put this match in the very beginning as, you know, the opening match? What do you guys think? Because I think it was great that Mm -hmm. they put it in the beginning because how many non-wrestling fans would have watched the whole show until Shaq came out? Or how many wrestling fans would have, I don't know, I think putting it as the opening Segment is that what you would say? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was great. What do you guys think? Uh, look, it was a great opening. It could have been easily on the pay per view. This match was a lot of fun. Right. It was a great way to start the show. It was a great way to say, like, this is important. We can't give it to you at the pay per view because of the All Star Game, but this is just a very important show. And Shaq looked great. He got in an ambulance because he went through two tables, and he was immediately <laughs> out of that ambulance because he had to go sell. Some generals insurance or some pathogens. I don't know where he ran off to. He ran off to something. And look, look, Shaq is going to be back in the wrestling ring. He's obviously going to face Paul White at All Out. And I, I'm here. Did for you say they he's going to face Paul White at All Out? No. I think I think you so. think so. Oh my yeah. God! I don't. Oh, they're, they're going to rub it in WWE's face. WWE kept teasing this match for WrestleMania, like if they had. Every, they had all the time in the world, and guess You're what? Right. You didn't. You're right. Look, You're so right. Uh, I, I love AEW. AEW is a great, great show. I, I agree. And something else that happened that night that I thought was very great was we had the opportunity to see Jurassic Express versus FTR and Tully Blanchard. And I love that I... match because Marco was in it. <laughs> oh. And what I want to point out about this match is just that I am so happy for FTR that they got the opportunity to work with one of their heroes, Tully. I thought that was the cutest thing ever. I think the match was good. Um, What did you guys think about the match, Roberto? Look, this is the greatest thing I've seen in a long, long time. I was absolutely giddy over seeing Tully in the 85 robe. He had the National Heavyweight Championship with them. Mm-hmm. FTR had the NWA tag titles with them. Mm-hmm. JJ Dillon was there just because. And like by the end of it, you got Sean Spears back. Arn Anderson's flashing four Yes, fingers. you're right. That did happen. Yeah, look, uh, Tully Blanchard's there. We're going to get the four horsemen of some kind. I think it yes. should be Sean Spears, obviously. Cody needs to get in there. Yes, uh, I agree. This was perfect. This was everything wrestling should be and i i love watching tilly blanchard slingshot suplex marco stunt like it was 85 mm-hmm. and then immediately go oh that didn't feel right i forgot where i was for a second so good <laughs> i i'd watch this always i think i'm not even a wrestling nerd and i really enjoyed that so i can't even imagine the wrestling nerds like what like it was Roberto. like for the fans 
you know, for the fans yeah. that were watching back in like 1850, how... how... 1850? <laughs> I, I just want to point out, I was not walk, watching back in 85. I was born in 93. Okay? Like, I just want to point that out. You said 1850. I'm just joking. Restaurant, you did not have to put so much no, emphasis no, no, no. Restaurant, on 1850. No, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this match. Um, So, totally, it's very like cool that he's back. Do I think he needs to be wrestling? No. Um, same thing with Arn. Do I think he needs to be wrestling? No. And there are rumors of people coming back. Um, and it's like older. There are people are making a debut, but it's like older people. Yeah. And I'm just like, you have Scorpio Sky. You have Orange Cassidy. You Absolutely. have these young talents. And you're going to tell me, I, I get it. You know, a lot of, you know, the demographic of AEW is older. And they will be like, oh my God, totally. You know, I'm so excited to watch him. But like, do I need to continually see him in matches? No. No, I totally, I totally, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't need to constantly see all these older men wrestle that already did their time. I yeah. get that. But I do think this was important just thinking about FTR for me. Okay. You know, that they were able to wrestle with their hero. And it was a good match, best friend. Um, are you with me, Roberto? It was a good match. Um, totally did such a great job. And let's just hope he doesn't continue to put his body through that. <laughs> but at least we got to see it one time. I don't um, think he will. I think they know their limit. And right. this was just fun for FTR. Right. This was this is great for all involved because look, yeah, you got Sting coming back on uh, mm -hmm. Revolution. And that is what it is. And yeah, you could say he's 62 and he's already put his body through enough and he had Dang, uh, stenosis <laughs> and all that. But they deserve a good final moment and not the final moment of like, hey, Sting had the one WrestleMania match and lost. And then, you know, got injured in the match with Rollins. These, these people deserve some good final moments. So, yes, they do have Orange Cassidy. And they do have Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And they do have Sean Spears. But it's not like Tully Blanchard's about to go and become the TNT champion. I mean, let's hope not. He might. <laughs> he might. Robert, thank you so much for being on with us on this episode. Thank you, Robert. Oh it's already over. Like, yeah. okay, I would do this every week. I tell, <laughs> I tell you all the time, like, when are we doing this? <laughs> Ah, you guys are the best. Oh, no, you are the best. Um, let our rest friends know where they can follow you and your great journalism um, skills on social media. Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. You can check out everything I'm doing over at Fightful.com and WrestleZone.com. You can check out everything I'm doing over at SmartCut Moment. I'm always talking into a microphone. Listen, if it's on if it's not wrestling, it's on the internet, I'm somehow there now. So you'll find me. <laughs> Let me let me add, Roberto, before we leave, that when me and Edie talk about you, we talk, we're just talking about how there's so many people around us that are very, very knowledgeable when it comes to, w I mean, to wrestling. Yeah. And we always mention you. We're like, like Robert, we wish we could yeah. be like Robert and have so much wrestling knowledge. So I just want to tell our listeners that if you guys are ever looking into learning more about wrestling or, you know, learning about what's going on, go follow Robert. Send yeah. him a message. He will tell you and he knows what match was going on in 1750. <laughs> I cannot with you. Okay. You went from 18 to 17, okay? Well, he knows everything. <laughs> like, if you ask him, okay, for WrestleMania 1 back in, like, 1910, <laughs> what was the theme song? Robert will tell you the theme song of WrestleMania 1. I can tell 1. you that it was uh, Easy Lover, like, Phil <gasps> You see? see? <laughs> he knows his shit, you guys. So please go follow Robert. He's amazing. Yes, he is fantastic. One of the most knowledgeable wrestling brains that I've ever met in my life. Yes, thank Robert. you, guys. Yes. But thank you so much for being on, Robert. And thank we you, can't Robert. wait to have you on again. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.